Hi, welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark. And this is Gordon, and we love talking about baseball. Welcome to episode nine, and this week we're going over our 2020, you know, season preview. We wanted to get together and kind of talk about what we thought, because as far as we could tell last night, we watched the Mets of the Yankees. Ba- baseball's happened as far as we could tell. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't think I've watched almost an entire exhibition baseball game in my entire life on TV, for sure. Um, but it was just fun to watch it last night, uh, and, and you know, we saw the, the pictures of the fans in the seats behind there, and the piped-in crowd noise. You thought the piped-in crowd noise was okay. It was, it was, it, it didn't detract as much as I thought I would, and you know, I, it, you could tell the energy level was down, but you could leave that up to the question was was because it was just an exhibition game was because of the circumstances. But it didn't feel like not a baseball game. There wasn't this eerie quietness like there was during that one Orioles game where they played without a crowd. Oh, that, that, good, good one there. That's right. And and I thought the same thing. Actually, it, it didn't bother me. It was okay. And I kind of got used to the pictures of the people behind there. I, I don't really care. I, the, it felt like a baseball game. Yeah, if you didn't look at them, it felt like kind of was like having a crowd. I, I mean, I don't know. I just not really paying that much attention to the crowd during a game normally anyway. So you, you've got a 60-game season like we talked about in our uh, prior episode, mm-hmm. um, episode seven, and we we think that you know you're in the stress drive already for the most part, and there are ten new managers uh, in Major League Baseball this year, uh, and we can go around and just take a look at the fact that it's a couple of Joes, Joe Girardi mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. Got a Joe Madden in L.A. Joe Madden in L.A. You got Mike Matheny moving over to the Kansas City Royals. Uh, you also have uh, Gabe Kapler replacing uh, Bruce Bochy uh, in San Francisco. You have uh, David Ross. Stepping up in Chicago. Right, right. Didn't Philly get a new one, too? That's Joe Girardi. Okay, yeah, That's yeah, Joe yeah. Girardi. And uh, Derek Sheldon, who I, I guess I thought he was already managing. He's managing the Pittsburgh Pirates. Was he an interim? Uh, I, maybe. I, I know he had a managing job at one point. It might have been an interim job. I don't even know if it was with the Pirates or not. Um, somebody named, and I say this because I had to look at Jace Tingler. Yeah, I I don't even know who's he managing. He's managing the San Diego Padres, who oh. have a, a pretty good team this year, and I some mean, people they're, are picking. They're, they're certainly, I think, what you, a dark horse for a wild card spot. I think they're the kind of team I would put in that position. I, I, I'd feel the same. Um, over here in New York, uh, it's not going to be Carlos Beltran. No. It's going to be the son of Felipe Alou, Luis Rojas. Who, I mean... I don't really have any complaints from last night other than why that one dude was playing third because those throws were atrocious. Uh, he got a little burned. And here's, here it is. It's an exhibition game. We're going to yeah. pick apart the pick new manager. Like the- one game. The guys had one <laughs> game. He, he let the left-hander face you know, one, more couple, than one guy, and, and, and he, he gave it all up. You know, I uh, mean, yeah. you can't be losing Zam- exhibition games. Zamora might have played his way off the team on the basis of one game last night. Anyway. Yeah, I'd feel bad if that was the case, actually. <laughs> uh, Ron Renneke is going to manage the Red Sox. Uh, and That's a tough job this year. Yeah, I think the Red Sox are going to be a mess. Yeah. Um, Dusty Baker uh, takes over in Houston. And what's interesting is, is you could look at two different teams' theories on how to kind of compete this year, or, or not necessarily compete, but on their managerial view and what they're looking at towards this season. You have the Astros, who are in a position to compete now, certainly. More than that. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, for the World Series title, most likely. So you go with a veteran manager who's going to be good at helping your team through what's a kind of odd season. 
But at the same time, you then have the Mets, who who I think are still expected to certainly compete for at least a division crown or a wild card spot with that team. And you've got a completely fresh manager to the major league level. And you could argue that, you know, he's going to bring a different perspective, which is good than maybe a guy that's going to be off his game like Dusty Baker, who's never had to manage in a situation yeah, like this. I don't know. I, you know I, I like Dusty Baker overall, but I just don't see that. I, I, I think that's not a good fit in Houston. I, I don't see him melding well with that team. But that's just a feeling I have. And I think it's interesting because you could argue that's a much bigger job and responsibility of the manager than arguing his bullpen strategies and pitcher changes having a really big impact on the game. And and, right. That's as much on the pitcher as it is on him. I was out walking uh, today and uh, saw a guy with a T-shirt. It was the Houston Asterisks. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and I thought, okay, and that, that is something that the Astros don't have to face this year is now that the scandal, there's no fans to see, boo them in the ballpark. Unless, see, if I'm the Yankees, I'm the Dodgers, I'm playing the Astros, I'm piping in artificial boos whenever <laughs> they come up to bat. <laughs> but the 10 managers, you know, uh, the Phillies, you know, they're supposed to be pretty good. The Angels, uh, hey, that's a big move bringing Anthony Rendon over there to play with Mike Trout. Hey, so. You know what? Trout finally got some help because that is quite some help he received there. He Rendon's may, a may not player. quite be enough uh, uh yeah know, over there so um i guess we talked about uh together doing them uh, division by division yep so we're gonna pick the uh division winners and our wild cards and that's as far as we're gonna go and in a 60 game season uh, why don't you talk a little bit about you had uh seen how many games a division winner might win in a 60 game season well i think if you look at like a, an average season it's definitely possible for over a 60 game span for a team to go like 40 and 20. I think you could easily see that with a team playing well. But in a 60-game season, I think that's going to be really hard. I, I don't think we'll see any team get above 40 wins just because it would require you to most likely have to start off so astronomically hot and stay hot for such a long period of time so that you get to 20 wins, like, and you're like 20 and three or something. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. That's the only way I think it could happen because then you could play fairly average baseball the rest of the way and probably maybe get there. But like, you would still play winning baseball, but you would be nothing like you were at the start. You go 20 and 17 instead of 20 and three. You know, I just thought of this. If you, if you have the wild card game and then you make the NLCS or the ALCS and you go to the World Series and you play out all the games, as many games as you can, you play like 17 games or, or something like that if you played everything. So in a sense, you've got series this is the every it's all part of one big series and so you're going to manage differently you're going to try to win every single game that you're going to pitch change you're you're not going to throw away games uh you're going to get a starter out of there earlier if he doesn't have it you're just going to bail on him. the only way you're throwing away games is if it's like if you've got the division locked up late oh, in the right, season right, kind of thing i'm like nobody's going to catch you that's right. the only way i see a team kind of tanking a game is that it doesn't matter for them one way or the other at a certain point Although we did talk about um, in that other episode the fact that if you started out four and twelve, uh, you might look at your star pitchers and whatnot like Degrom and shut him down and say, you know what, why don't you just pitch next year? The only issue you might have with that is selling the pitchers on that idea because they're going to be losing a lot of money. If yeah, and that. the commissioner probably wouldn't care for that, and you know, too much either. No, but you might, you might. Have a little bit of a shorter leash with them. Give him a rest here. We're going to rest him next Sunday. Skip a start. Yeah. Just ways of... Make sure he, you know, keep you fresh. And then, you know, you come back the next year with him. And you're not going to waste the season when, you know, you're never going to be able to make the playoffs. So do you think anybody will win 40? No. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, I don't think. I, I think the, there's a couple teams I could see flirting with it, depending on how much their division kind of stinks it up. But I don't see anybody doing it. Okay, okay. Well, um, why don't we go uh, division by division, and uh, we'll see what we what we think about the teams we, we think will win first, mm-hmm. uh, and then we can kind of hold off on the wild cards and uh, any other observations about the division as to why you might not have picked another team. So you so, want to go league by league? Yeah, let's go all or just you let's know, go division by let's go AL West, NL West that way. Got it. So let's start with the AL West, and you go first. AL West. I think AL West is pretty obvious at this point. It's the Astros. As much as I don't want to pick them. I still think they're the class of that division. They have an unbelievably good pitching staff. They have an unbelievably good. I just don't see a reason for them not to be good. And I have one reason, and I said it before, and I'm picking the Oakland A's to win the division. To win the division. To win wow. the division. This is the year Oakland gets them because it's a 60-game season, and they don't have to be the best team over 162. They just got to be the best team over 60. Mm-hmm. And Dusty Baker is the reason, I think, now it just doesn't work for the Astros. You are picking the Athletics, who were a notoriously slow, slow starting, starting team. team. I, I am I am going against type. That's a great point. Uh, I thought. Are you that, just hoping the summer magic is just a seasonal thing, not a point in the season? I'm just going to say that I don't believe in like because they've slow started in years past that that has any bearing on this season. I don't buy any of that stuff at all. That oh, traditionally we're a slow starting team, but we're a strong finish. Come on. But like really? the Astros do that a lot. Uh, the, the, the A's, you mean? The A's, yeah, yeah, yeah. The A's are like always looking terrible through April, May, and then they just go on a streak the second half of the year. Okay, and so we're not picking the Angels, neither of us. Um, I think bringing in Rendon is certainly a big move. What about Shohei Otani? I just don't think they have the firepower to challenge the Astros, and they don't think they have the depth to challenge the A's. You know, player by player, by the way. The Astros, to me, are better than the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's have a, have a very good roster. The Astros, I am just saying there's something about what, coming off the last season, you know, l- hearing about what happened and then, the, you know, losing you know, their GM and, and all the stuff. And it's just it's just a messed up situation. I think it's going to be a hard year for the Astros. But I think in some ways it's, li- it's going to be so much easier because of the situation. And this That's is already true. such an insular environment that You're it's right. so much easier for it to just Just be, to focus on baseball. Just to focus on baseball and just be great about point. them and the Astros. It's a great point. It's a great point. Well, I, and again, I, I, I dare to be different and i thought well if the a's ever were going to do it this would be the kind this of is year definitely the happen. type of year where i wouldn't be surprised so that's by uh it. that's why okay so i'll i'll uh, go to the nl west and i'm gonna go on a big limb here because you just saw what i did with the athletics i'm gonna pick the dodgers uh, i think that this one's a little <laughs> bit that's a little bit more forgivable because at least in the al west you really see a team that could maybe actually challenge them because the oakland a's are a pretty good team I just don't think there's that team in the NL West. I'll I'll go this far at the NL West, right? I think you could take all the best players on the four other teams and make a team, and they'd have a hard time beating the Dodgers. That is a heck of a Dodgers team. But, I mean, no, I I think – I'd like to think that between all those teams, you could put together a pretty scary team. (laughs) You could, but they'd be competitive. with The Dodgers would be competitive. That's the point. That is a good point. But I think, you know, it's just – the Dodgers are just loaded. Like, that is loaded top to bottom – unbelievable deep team. So, and, and you look at, you know, okay, who else in the division? The D-backs, you know, that they're kind of an interesting I like team. who they added. I, I, the Padres are coming. I just, this is the type of season with a team like the Padres, it's going to go one of two directions. They're either going to be great or they're going to be bad. 
Yeah, I, I think they're they're they'll learn some stuff this year. I just I I think they'll have a hard time winning it. I think that that winning thing is going to be it's hard just, in a short season for them. If but they're the type of team I could say like as a dark horse that like they could be really good. That's a young team that if they get confident and in a short stretch where they're not going to have to worry about keeping up that pace for an entire season. Right. They could go on a crazy like forty five game stretch and just put themselves in a position. Where all they have to do is be decent down the rest of the way to be the to be in the wild card or something. Yeah, at worst. At this yeah, point. exactly. And then we don't talk about the Giants too much because Gabe Kapler managing the Giants, okay. But you don't have your best player. No Madison or one Gardner. Yeah. He's gone. He's in. He's in Arizona. They do have Hunter Pence back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, it's gonna be a you don't long have, you don't have year. Buster Posey. You don't have both Buster Posey. It's gonna be a long year. I mean, I, I guess they had somebody had to take the job, you know. And Gabe Kapler was drafted. <laughs> was given that opportunity. All right. So let's bounce back to the uh, American League Central. And who do you have? I think I, I'm not sure. I, I feel like this is a tough division to call because I, I'm really not sure about a couple of the teams. And I feel like I keep waiting for this team to disappoint me, and they've just been getting better. So I'm actually going to go with the Twins. Rats, me too. I was hoping we'd pick somebody different. I, I look at the White Sox seriously. I think they're a really interesting team. Yes, they are. I worry about them, though. They, they're To me, I think they're a better version of the Padres. But I worry they could still have the same volatility because that's a team that needs to learn to win. And it's going to be difficult to learn to win in a shortened season. You know they got Giolito had a great you know great year for them last year. Uh, he's he's a really good pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got some hitting up and down that lineup. Um, yeah, and and that division you know doesn't have any you know knockout yes. teams. The Twins are going to hit a billion home runs even in a sixty game season. Exactly that that lineup is nuts for that just to do and, the and sheer they, power. And they have pitching to the Twins. So yeah, yeah, I've, and that's what I have kept wet, let, waiting yeah. for them to get let down by. And they've been good. Yeah, yeah, and they got rid of Kyle Gibson, which is a positive for me because I always felt like they relied too much on a guy who, well, he's a little like Kyle Hendricks. I mean, he's yeah. been the two Kyle guys, and we'll get to him a little bit later. Yes, on. Um, but yeah, it's just they're. they're their pitching is, is is pretty solid. Uh, you know, I feel like the Indians are they're just a little too bit of the walking wounded, and they just don't remind me of that team that was even in the World Series, you know, four years ago. The best thing I like about their Indians, the Indians team, besides having Lindor uh, yeah, on their team, obviously, um, is the manager. I, I think he's a really good manager. He's I really he does like a Frank really good, and he's the kind of guy that can make a difference in a season like this. But Corey Kluber goes to the Rangers, and and so he didn't do anything, and, and we remember that because we had him on fantasy last year. He just killed us. Killed us. Um, anyway, uh, you know, Steve Clevenger, uh, you know, good pitcher, Carrasco, good, good. pitcher, Shane Bieber. You know, but I think something that's going to emerge is with the obviously with the exception of the team we just said would win the division. But I don't think any team has this in this in the central, actually, is I think this year having a number one ace is super important. Having a guy you can kind of put out there that's going to be able to get you wins and all of the teams that are generally being projected to win the divisions have that kind of guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't think your number five is 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 that important, and maybe even your number four is not that important because you'll just bail on those guys if they can't pitch and throw a bunch of relievers out there. Mm-hmm. And Tampa's going to do their opener thing probably more than normal. This yeah, year. They, they they have an their theory could really get proven in this kind of crucible. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I kind of feel the same way about starting pitchers. The number one pitcher, particularly. Not just in the regular season, but in the playoffs, it's going to mean even more to be able to have that stud to get behind and, mm-hmm. and throw out there, um, as, as it always is. So, um, uh, yeah, I picked the Twins also in that division. Uh, and then I think you, the, the White Sox could finish in second. 
I think the Indians could finish in second. Right. I think the I think it's pretty open. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. All right, so we'll come back to the um, National League Central. I guess is that you or me? That's... I think I think it's me, and right. I'm going to go with the Brew Crew. The Brewers. Okay, so I don't have the Brewers picked for anything except playing golf. Playing golf after Ooh, you have season. them going home. Okay, I have them going home. Um, I don't like that team. You don't, don't like that team. I like them. I like they have a big, powerful offense. I think. They have enough pitching to get them over the line. I think that's a team that feels like they kind of got screwed last season with Yelich going down. And if he comes back and can play like he was last season. Okay, Yelich, Yelich is a fantastic player. And, and I really love this guy and wish he was on my team. Okay, oh, yeah. let, let's, let's leave it at that. But the rest of the guys just seem like a bunch of retreads and, and guys that have been around and have had some success like Ryan Braun. You know, he's a nice player. He's we talked about him as one of our almost Cooperstown guys, yeah. right? He, he's I, I just I I don't know. I just don't. The Cardinals losing who they've lost. I agree with you on the Cardinals. I don't think certainly. I don't think they're challenging for a wild card spot. Um. Well, um. So I'm gonna pick the Reds. You're gonna pick the Reds. See, uh, a lot of people are high on the Reds. I like the Reds. I'm high on the Reds because I like the pitching a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think they're and 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 they're hitting they're they're hitting and by the way, okay, let, let's talk about the Reds a little because there's a guy mm-hmm. on the Reds who you know. Oh no, yeah, he, isn't he starting? <laughs> you this don't, you don't know. I don't know if he's going to start, but he's he's one of the two. He's one of the two guys you yeah. know uh, that are catching for this team. And and well, I, maybe I should let you tell the story. But uh, uh, I, I, what's killing you right now is I'm blanking on his name. Okay, so he 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 not only was the starting catcher and star hitter and and player for New Canaan uh, here in Connecticut, but he was the quarterback of the football team, and I think they won the yeah they the, won the, the like a state county championship or whatever it was. Kurt Casale. Yep. Yep. Oh man, and then he hit that home run off me in New Caden. Man, I've never seen a ball go that far. <laughs> that was an epic shot. Was there was like this giant cherry tree or or it was an oak tree? It I was think. an oak tree. Huge and the thing tree. was way out, and that had to be easy three hundred eighty feet plus out there. And and I think you got him out the time before. Um, you got him out. Yeah, like a ball I think or whatever. if you I remember, he hit a home run. I walked him and I got him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that shot there and all that, and you didn't seem the slightest bit upset about him. Everybody knew the guy was good. I don't think we knew he was going to be a major. We, leader. I knew he was going D one. That was the thing. Like, yeah. like there was a couple of like there was a bunch of us like uh, between those two teams that were like going D two and D three. I think me and the first base from New Canaan ended up playing at this. Like, we we're going to go play at the same college, mm. but. Because Sally was definitely on a different level. Yeah, no doubt about that. So anyway, he's he's on the Reds. And so I'll be rooting for the Reds just a little more. Oh, yeah. It's always fun to tell that story. Like, yeah. man, this one dude hit a home run that I've never seen go so far. So um, I wanted to uh, read some names off to you uh, on, a, mm-hmm. on a particular team to tell me if you know of these guys. Uh, and it's... Quite. Let me see. I just have to give me a second. Okay. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious what this is. So you want me to name the team that they're on or the team? Right. Okay. Right. Right. Um, so Kyle Crick, Richard Rodriguez, Michael Feliz, Nick Birdie, Clay Holmes, Dovdis Navaroskis, Robbie Erlin. So I'm really tempted to guess the Reds here because we were just talking about them, and I literally know this is who the Pittsburgh of- Pirate bullpen. Oh. Yeah, I well, I think the reason why I don't know them is that like that sounds like a witness protection. List. 
Like that is a what well, the Pirates team is. That is the only team that I really can't see potentially winning the NL Central is that Pirates team. They're the Marlins of the Central. Let's put the starting pitchers are Joe Musgrove, Trevor Williams, Mitch Keller, Derek. Ha- I mean. You know what? Maybe maybe that's a team that might only win like 25 games. Exactly. See, like, that's going to be what's interesting about this season. And I think that's the only other way a team maybe gets to 40 is if you have a division where, like, two teams just go, like, 20 and 40 or something. And you go, like, 8 and 2 or 9 and 1 against both of them. That's how you can maybe get 40 wins is because you just beat up. Like, because I could see that happening in the East. At least with the Marlins. The Marlins could be awful. Like, they could have a completely dreadful – because they could get just destroyed by everybody in that division. Eventually, all this, you know, being last all the time for the Marlins thing should work out that they'd get some good players, right, and be a good team. Well, they do, and then they let them all go in free agency. So what is Derek Jeter doing down there? I, I'm, You know, if it, anybody else but Derek Jeter, there might be some heat on him. Yeah. Well, he, he also just took over comparative to a lot of— yeah, A couple of years, I a agree. A couple of years. But like, and that team, who knows what was being done to that team prior to Jeter taking over. So, And, and a lot of their more egregious allowing to walk away in free agency was done before he got there. Well, we'll get back to the National League East, but I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that neither you nor I are going to pick the Marlins to win the division. Uh, no, nobody's picking them to win anything. So um, if we go to the AL East, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you've got... Uh, you get three interesting teams to talk about in this division. Really? Four, depending on your definition of interesting. Yeah, I, well, that means you must find the Red Sox interesting. And I dep- They're my team, depending on your yeah, definition I, of interesting. I, I, re- I really don't. Although, um, you know, the... I, I'm not picking Toronto, although they they they're, they're not. they could be they're they're my dark horse. They could be good, yeah, because they're they're very similar to me of uh, the, the Padres. It's a really young team in a 60 game season. You catch fire. But that's the type of team that can play above their level in a shortened period. And, and shout out to our friend Graham, who's a, a big Jays fan, right? You don't call them the Blue Jays if you're in Toronto. They're just the Jays, mm-hmm. uh, and they have Hunjin Ryu. Now, as their number one starter, I believe, and and one thing about this cat, and he had a really good year last year, is he's he, he kind of tires as the season goes on. Not going to have that problem in and Toronto. And when you have a really young team, a shortened season's also good for the younger players because they're less likely to run out of gas because they're not used to just playing that many and, games. And having Biggio and Bichette, obviously the sons of former Major League ball players, they've got an exciting team you know, hitting wise. Uh, unfortunately for them, they lose out by not having that cr- a lot of crowd energy because that's the type of team – and because I think from what I heard or read recently, Canada's not going to let them play in Canada. That you're, that's, that's a good pickup. That's right. The uh, Just on Saturday, uh, Canada said the Blue Jays can't play games in the Rogers Center. So they are scrambling right now. Uh, Buffalo has been mentioned as a possible place, but the lighting is not good enough in the stadium. And that's going to be really be hard, not being able to play any home games. Well, this- they're not scheduled to play a home game until July 29th, as it turns out. That's just the way the schedule worked out for them. So they have, you know. Uh, above, but still, like. It's just not the same as being able to play at the yeah, Rogers. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know how that would work because it wouldn't be like the teams could come over to play. But I think Jays fans would probably say with the way the Yankees are, and I'm picking the Yankees to win the division. Yeah. It's, it's you know, Garrett Cole. Come on. I think the biggest <laughs> difference between the Yankees and the Dodgers is that the Yankees have some real kind of competition in that. that, that like, I think the Devil Rays are a good – the Rays are yeah, a good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you could pick the Devil Rays to win the division and you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't be off. 
Uh, yeah, I think there's a world where they could win the division. Mm-hmm. I see a much more likely world of that happening than some team winning the NL West. And they're, and they're not the Devil Rays, by the way. They're I know, just I the Rays. Yeah, yeah. They don't like being called the Devil Rays. That's not, that's not good. Not allowed anymore. Not allowed anymore, correct. Um, so yeah, so, um, but the Rays would be, um, well, let's, let before we go back to the NL, uh, so now we've got our three division winners each. Yeah, so we've got, in the end, let's just go back through them, make sure we cover them all again. So we've got, I've got the Yankees, the right. Twins, and the Astros. And I had the Yankees, the Twins, and the Oakland Athletics. There's, there's, we differ. So that's just, that's our AL coverage. So how about your wild cards? Why don't we just uh, kind of finish out them? So my wild cards, I have the Devil Rays and the A's. And I have the Rays and the Astros. So we are picking the same. It, it, our big differences in the in the AL West. Oh, and, and 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 right, right, absolutely. Um, so now in the National League, we have the NL East uh, that we still have to pick. And um, I'll let you go first. Who are you picking? So this is a really tough one because I really want to pick the Mets. <laughs> I really do. And it feels like I'm like, how much am I wanting to pick? Because it's like. Because you're a Met fan. I'm a Met fan and they have a real shot to win it. I yeah. think that's the problem for me. And when I look at the other teams. If they had Syndergaard, they'd have a better chance. Yeah. That's really what kind of hurts it for me. I, I think I kind of still. I hate myself for doing it. I have to give it to the Braves. Oh, you're going to do what I'm doing, too. I wanted to pick the Mets, and I, I want, didn't pick the Braves. I, 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 I just... I, 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 because I, I don't want to pick the Mets and then go, oh. It's not I'm, about... That, every time I, I pick them, they lose. It's not even <laughs> about that for me. When I'm looking at the Mets right now, when I look at the Braves more realistically, I think that pitching staff is being undervalued for how good it is. I don't think people realize that. It's a good pitching it's staff. It's just the lineup that just... Yeah, of course, you know, I'm, I'm happy that Freddie Freeman is, has recovered fully and he's going to play and all that stuff. And I wish it could have taken another week because yeah, the Mets you know, open with two. the Braves this weekend. Yeah, exactly. I'd love if he couldn't come back for a few days. I would have been perfect. You know, he's fine, but, you know, he's just going to be back a week from I think now the Mets play the play. Braves, like, the first six games. Yeah. We be really great if he had missed those games. Just, you know, one week. But <laughs> make sure you're okay. They have a good bullpen. They have good starting pitching. They have good offense. They're used to not playing in front of a crowd because nobody goes and, and to Turner Field Acuna. anyway. Acuna is ridiculously good. And, and Ozzie Albies. I mean, these, they've got some terrific players. They know. have probably the best defensive. It's, no, they don't. They switched the shortstop because he's in uh, L.A. now, right? Uh, or Simmons. Yeah, Simmons is, yeah, Simmons is not yeah. the shortstop on there. I think it's uh, still Dansby Swanson. Yeah, who had a pretty had, good had season a, had last a, season. Had a good year last year. And uh, just, you know, just a really solid team. And and if I pick the Mets, then I'll die all year. So I'll pick the Mets for the wild card. Same. I I, I, I think... <laughs> chicken. Ah. <laughs> just like me. I am a big chicken. But it's just, when I look at the Mets, I think... Top to bottom, I think their lineup is just, especially with the loss of Rendon, better than both the Phillies and the Nationals. Yes, I feel the same way. I think... Nationals get an honorable mention for me because it's hard to ignore a team entirely that has Scherzer and Strasburg on it. I think that's the big thing is that the but but those guys have had stretches. Yep. The other thing is those two guys get a lot of Nick like Nicky injuries. Well, Strasburg in particular. So like if he misses a week, but or Corbin's t- your number three. Anibal yeah. Sanchez. That's just a, that's that's a, a lot solid of pitching. lineup of pitchers. But you can't lose Anthony Rendon. You know, and I, I think the different. I think for to me, Kaboom. The difference between the Nationals pitching staff and the Mets pitching staff isn't as big as the gap in their lineups for the Mets in the Mets' favor. And and I think the Mets, as you get down and, and, and again, hope triumphing over experience in my in my case, hope that Michael Waka for the Mets and, and Rick Porcello are actually going to pitch 
to, to where their best selves would be, and then you really do have a chance. And they do. The Mets do benefit from the rule change of having a universal DH, probably more than just about any team, assuming Cespedes plays at full health. Uh, Matt Adams, by the way, uh, took his option yesterday and left the Mets because he realized he was probably not going to get it at bat. Probably. Uh, once Cespedes became a viable candidate and he signed when they weren't sure if he was going to be able to play or not. So. I think the only, I think, I think the Cubs benefit a good deal because I get to put Schwarber at DH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, any, anywhere Schwarber doesn't have to play the field is probably a good thing. Yeah, exactly. And still get to bat all but the But the Cubs, and, you know, we didn't talk about them, and, but we mentioned Kyle Hendricks, and, and that's probably the number one reason that I – don't want the cuz because he's their number one. He's yeah, opening day starter. I, I would love to do a deep dive on his career statistics. I'd like to see what his FIP is and stuff just because I feel like that Maddox style of pitching where you're, you're trying to just really locate, mix up your pitch as well. I, the problem is guys throw 95 and do that now. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I saw Greg Maddox pace and he's no Greg Maddox. Kyle Hendricks. But he's not. been really good. So it's just like, you know what? What am I to say? Uh, yeah, he's been good enough to be the number one for the Cubs. I don't even think he's been really good. He had good season two seasons ago. He had an okay season last year uh, at best. And he's he's been there a while. But if you, if he's your number one starter, the Cubs in are a in for a long se- year. The problem is in a shortened season, every bad start really matters. I think that's why guys like the Grom and Scherzer are so important. Because those guys, even when they don't have their good stuff – are so good at fighting that they're able to limit the damage. And for them, a good start is like, oh, they only went six innings and gave up two runs. So who is your other wildcard team in the National League? The other wildcard team in the National League, for me, I I think it's one of the teams out of the West. I think it's either the Diamondbacks or if they go on their run, the Padres. Okay, um... Uh, well, you, you can pick one. I, that's neither. I did have the D-backs as an honorable mention team, as I did the Nationals. So I picked the Cardinals, um, mm. and and uh, and I'm nervous about picking the Cardinals because you know there's closer is out for the season, Jordan Lyles, um, and I think a closer is going to be important. A, a quality arm in the bullpen. Every is, quality at the end arm of, you know, in the bullpen is super. Important. End of game is you know, so you need to have a bunch of guys that can do that because if you can't, you're going to be replaced and and losing it. But the rest of the team, top to bottom, I love Carp. Carpenter uh, as a player, um, Yadier still Yadier, uh, you know, and they're always good. Yeah, that's yeah. one of those teams you kind of have to play good baseball. And they got rid of who I don't think was a good move from Kansas City. They got rid of who I did not think was a good manager in Mike Matheny. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, well, he's he's been gone a couple of years, right? Because they had their managers, what Mickey Schilt or somebody like that. They have they, they I think he he managed last year and did a pretty good job. He, was he was he interim last year? Uh, no, he he managed the whole season. He managed the whole season. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm wrong yeah. on that. So, then. You know, they, my mistake. Yeah, yeah. Those he he's been there enough. I figured if he did it last year and he got him, you know, yeah, he got him through they, that. They, you yeah, know, yeah, they 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 made it. I think that pretty much just wraps up all we wanted to talk about. And one of the weirder things about this season, just kind of, you know, finishing out is just games are going to always be on. Like there's just going to be so much baseball to watch. Yeah. This weekend, uh, the, the, the Mets start, the Yankees play on uh, Thursday and the Dodgers play the Giants. So the Yankees play the Nats and the Mets start on Friday uh, and they play Friday and Saturday against the Braves at 410, which, you know, during a normal summer season, you would always play night games. So that's going to be kind of during the heat of the day. Uh, and I'm not exactly sure why they're playing games in the after because there's no fans but maybe that makes it easier for the play I don't know I'm going to look look, look that knows? up try to figure well, that out I'm just out. saying it's great for DeGrom yeah, yeah, yeah DeGrom very good very good yes um, and so, I'm definitely excited to watch the Mets and the Yankees play tonight I'm, it, just, it was fun to watch baseball last yeah night. yeah I'm just so excited for the season and uh, just can't wait to watch it 
Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And you can follow us on Twitter at AlmostCoop. <laughs>